This is my tribe. 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 What's up? Welcome to the Tribe Night Messages podcast. Tribe Night is for students who are curious about faith and eager to discover how a relationship with Jesus could change their lives, their schools, and the heartland. For more information, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at cstone.students or text tribe to 94000. Hope you enjoy the message. Is up. How's everybody doing tonight? Good. Yeah. Woo. All right. So we have been in this series that we call Pro Tip, right? We've been in it for this is our third week, and we'll finish it up next Sunday. So we're in our third week now, and in the last few weeks, we've been talking about wisdom and all these different kind of things. But to start, I'm going to ask a few questions about this really famous athlete that everyone should know. It's a pro athlete. Everybody should know who it is. Just because I'm curious about what some of your kind of opinions and what kind of reputation this guy has for you all. And you can respond however you want to. I don't care if you raised your hand, if you want to make a little noise, just to voice your opinion. You do you. Um, Like I said, a little noise, not a lot, okay? But the question is, and this is the guy we're talking about, who is a fan in here of LeBron James? Hmm. Not very good. Not very good. So that goes to my second question. Who doesn't like LeBron in this room? Okay. And who in here, if you're being completely honest, you do not care? Awesome. Very cool. See, it's pretty interesting that even in just this room with the people that are in here, right, this one guy has so many different reputations, He has, there's a few people that liked him. I think I might have heard one. Cool. Um, A majority in here was like, no. And then a lot of people said, yeah, I don't really care about this guy. Who cares? But see, this reputation thing is weird, right? It's a weird word. Um, It's basically, when you really break it down, reputation is what people think about you. It's what we're going to talk about tonight. And it's just this idea of, we're not going to talk about LeBron's reputation. We're going to talk about our reputation, okay? So we're going to talk about reputation, and in this series, Pro Tip, we've been talking about the one thing that makes you better at everything in life, and that thing is wisdom. And having a good reputation, having a good reputation certainly kind of fits into this category of wisdom, of being wise. Um, But there are there are a lot of things, though, that go into having a reputation. It's a complicated idea. It's not so simple to just have a good or a bad reputation. There's so many things that go into it. If we talk about LeBron, so this pro athlete that we just mentioned, we're talking about him. He's one of the top 10 most famous like, people on the planet. Like Everyone knows who this guy is. And yet some people absolutely love him. And some people can't stand him. They hate him. 
See, some would describe LeBron as the GOAT, right? He's the best ever. Some would say that. I said some. I didn't say he was. Some. And they would say that he even has a more impressive resume off the court. There's people who love him for everything that he does. They'd say that he's a great husband. They would say that he's a dedicated father. They'd say that he's someone who gives back to his community. I mean, he started his own school. They'd say that he is a leader for everything that involves change and equality in our country. Others would say that he's overrated, that he loves drama, and that he draws way too much attention to himself. The very things that make some people absolutely love him are the same things that draw attack and hatred from other people. But what's the, what's the reason that you and I even know his name? The reason that we have an opinion about this guy LeBron at all? Just, just think about it for a second. At 18 years old, this guy didn't just step on the court for the very, very first time ever and just become better than everyone else. See, it's because he had a thousand little decisions that he made, tiny things that he did, some big, some small, that he did over and over and over, like to work hard, to develop his talents, to prioritize his character. And all of those little decisions that he made throughout his life, they're not the ones that we see on SportsCenter, right? It's not the stuff that makes the headlines. But they are the reason that we know and that we celebrate almost every one of our favorite pro athletes or anyone that's a celebrity today. We see all these little things, we don't see all these little things that they do, but we do see this reputation that they have now. But the reality is, is that no matter who you are, you can't control what other people think of you. And as we unpack this this reputation idea and this thing about integrity tonight, you might be someone who you're sitting there and you hear that you can't control what other people think of you, and your response is, that's okay. I'm proud of not caring about what other people think about me. I don't care what other people think about me, so that's fine if I can't control my reputation. But the important thing that we all have to remember is that those of us who call ourselves Jesus followers, on some level, our lives, they're not just about us. Our decisions matter because people matter. See, we're living for more than just ourselves. So it does matter the things that we do and the way people see us. See, but even if you're someone who has the best intentions in mind, you have the absolute best intentions with how you live and everything you do, we still don't have control over how people view us. We just don't. I mean, you may have the absolute best intentions to do things the very right way each time. But what if people try to make the decision about who you are for you? They want to form their own opinions. They want to do their own thing. For example, maybe you you made a mistake in the past in your life, made a big mistake. You're not proud of it. It's something that you still think about all the time. You did something that you absolutely regret. Or maybe 
you were just in the wrong place at the wrong time, and you got busted or you got exposed for something. And now it's almost like people identify your reputation based on that one event in your life, and you can't get away from it. Or maybe someone took it upon themselves to spread false lies about you, to gossip, to say things that weren't true about what you have done. And I I don't know why people do this, but it happens from time to time in our life that people will spread a false narrative about you. Maybe someone started a rumor about you, and now it's a part of your reputation, and you can't get away from it. That can be something that's really frustrating and really difficult to deal with when someone else makes a decision about who you are for you. See, when it comes to your world, isn't it, isn't it true that there are some people who are more popular because of their unwise decisions? They seem cooler because they act out. They don't do all the right things, so people give them more attention. And on top of all of that, having that reputation ends up giving them a lot of influence. Seems like people go to them for things, and they think that they're pretty cool. But on the other hand, have you seen how a good reputation maybe makes somebody seem less cool? See, when I was in in junior high, people with really good reputations, people who did the right thing all the time, they would get called names like Teacher's Pet or Goody Two-Shoes. And I have absolutely no idea what Goody Two-Shoes means or where that came from but it certainly was not a great nickname to have. And if you were called Goody Two-Shoes, that was not a good thing. People were making fun of you. See, it was something that because of the good decisions they had made, people looked at them as, you know, they were like, oh, that guy's a narc. That guy's a nerd, whatever. It wasn't cool. And for others of you, you may actually be doing something that's kind of hard to do. You manage this relationship with your friends and this reputation that you have with your friends, but then it's a completely different reputation than you have with adults. You wear a mask in certain situations. You pretend to be this person with your friends, and then you have this kind of mask with adults. You may want the adults in your life to think that you're super good and that you do all the right things. You want your friends to think that You're rebellious, and you don't care about doing the right thing. Or maybe it's vice versa. I don't know. See, the thing is, is that reputation and all that goes into it is super complicated. It just is. But no matter matter what you think or don't think about reputations, what we're we're talking about tonight, it's going to help you to see more clearly than ever before about what your reputation is and how to have a good one. So even though the Bible is this ancient text, it still has some really great life advice, right, that we can apply today in a lot of areas of our life. In fact, even if you're someone who says, I don't know if I believe in God, or I don't really read the Bible, some of the advice and wisdom that's found here, it could be really beneficial to your life still. And I I think that you should listen. See, one of the books that, that, we, that we have been studying and that we have been talking about in this series is Proverbs. 
And it's this book that is just full of wisdom, every bit of it. It's full of amazing, just bite-sized application pieces and truth and insight for our lives. Each and everything in there is something that can make us better at life. And I know that, that every one of us, each and every one of us, wants to be a little bit better at life. We want to do things better. And if we're honest, most of us want to be more compassionate, right? We want to be thoughtful. We want to be kind. We want to be loving. And we want to be more careful about our choices. But we want to get better in those areas of life. And when we see these traits, when we see those things, then we get to remind people and we are reminded of what God is like. But know this, the book, the book of Proverbs, which we're looking at in this series, it is a book of wisdom. That's all of it. It's a book of wisdom. It's not a book of, of promises. It's a book of, of principles for us to learn from. It means that everything in it is this, is this time-tested wisdom that when you apply it to your life, you can almost predict the outcome because it's been tested and proven over and over again. So with that in mind, we're going to look at this other pro tip from this book of wisdom. It's in Proverbs chapter 10, verses 9, and this is what it says. It says, whoever walks in integrity walks securely, but he who makes his ways crooked will be found out. So when you're intentional about making the right decisions, you're secure. Doing that on a daily basis, it's saying you're secure. This is what integrity is, this idea of integrity. It's a word that we don't always hear, we don't always use, but it's being the same person in front of people that you are whenever you're alone. You're the same person everywhere you are. You have integrity. And when you have integrity, you can have peace in really challenging situations in life, regardless of the outcome, because you know that you're giving it your best every time. You sleep better at night. You're not worried about someone catching you doing something wrong or what people are saying about you behind your back or when everyone's going to find out who the real you is. This is why it's so important to have integrity. However, there's an alternative to having integrity. There's an alternative. It's, it's to make decisions that are, are crooked. That's how Proverbs says it, to make crooked decisions. To do something to, to get ahead or to do something to be liked by other people instead of caring about people. See, the bummer about this route, this idea of making decisions just to put yourself on top, is that eventually it still hurts your reputation. And the worst part, you don't have peace. See, now, now you've lost integrity and influence. See, that's why it's so important for us to choose integrity. Integrity in our life every single day. That's why it's better. It's the only way that you might have both a good reputation and to have peace in life. Let's look at this verse, Proverbs 22, 1. 
It says, a good name is more desirable than great riches. To be esteemed is better than silver or gold. So to have a good name in that verse is equal to having like a positive reputation. And to be esteemed is equal to being respected. And according to this passage, those two things, to have a good name, to be esteemed, it's, it's a way bigger deal than, than getting rich or getting quote-unquote popular. But really, if you think about it, maybe to you, is, is, is that that big of a deal? Like, are we supposed to just take this verse at face value and then believe that it's true? Like, you read that and you're like, is that true, that having a good name is better than riches? See, here's what I have seen to be true about reputation in my own life. It's that reputation doesn't really matter, doesn't really matter to us until we wish that we had a different one. You won't really care about your reputation until one day you're forced to care about it. Let me give you a personal example. When I was in high school, I had a reputation for how I treated, like, girls, right? Before I had met my now wife, Shelby, who many of you know, I was not, it was not a very good reputation. It almost stopped me from even getting an opportunity to to get to date her, right? Because my reputation, it stunk. I I would date girls for really short times, then I'd move on to another. I'd break up with them. I would quote-unquote, talk to girls, multiple, all at once, because I didn't care. I simply was just not a nice guy. I wasn't. And I cared way more about how many girls I could say liked me than actually treating them as people who had feelings, as real people, right? It was just something to conquer, something to say, yes, this girl likes me. Yes, I have 10 girls I'm talking to right now. I would go from, from girl to girl, and I would act like I, I don't care at all. Now, I don't want you to think of that as like something that is a flex, because it's not to have a lot of girls that you're talking to at once. And until I met Shelby, the thing was, she wouldn't even give me the time of day because she knew my reputation. I would, I would text her all the time, and she wouldn't respond to me. I'd see her in the hallway at school, and I'd say hi, and she would just kind of look at me and be like, hey. She wouldn't even smile. And that bothered me a lot because of who I was. I wanted her to like me. And I didn't know it at the time that, that I would date her, and then I would eventually marry her. I did not know that whenever I was trying to get her to like me. But what I did know at the time was that I really, really liked her, and she didn't like me at all. And that hurt. I didn't understand why. I mean, I, I was obviously as, as handsome and as cute as they came. I knew that. It was obvious. So what, what was her problem? What was her deal? Why didn't she like me like everyone else that I had tried to talk to? And it wasn't until one day, one of her friends 
took it upon themselves to let me know why she didn't like me. They said, she's not going to date you because you're a player, Morgan. Now, I finally understood what was happening to me. I had never thought about my reputation. I had never cared about my reputation. You see, Shelby was, was unlike the other girls that I had tried to date. She didn't want to be around some guy who treated her just like any other girl and would just move on at any second. And at that point, I had a reputation. And suddenly, I cared about it. And I cared about it a lot. See, my past decisions in my life, in high school, they built my current reputation at that time. And for anyone that's thinking, okay, well, how did you end up actually dating her and then eventually marrying her? It's not because all of a sudden she gave in and said, okay, fine, I'll date him. But I had to change. I had to change. I had to prove myself to be, to be different. I had to change my thinking. I had to change my actions. I had to actually stop talking to other girls and not just say that I was. And I had to beg a lot. But as, as students, there are a lot of things in your life that, that you can't control, right? You can't control your schedule, the amount of freedom that you have. You can't control your curfew. You can't control how lonely it may feel if you choose to live differently than other people around you. But one thing that you can control is your integrity. So in other words, the decisions that, that no one sees, the decisions no one sees, they build the reputation that everyone remembers. So what if we actually can do something about our reputation? What if it's not so out of our control? If it seems like, like something that we can't control, then what, what can we control? What we can do is we can control the decisions that, that create our reputation, right? We can control the things that we do that, that show what our reputation is. See, your decisions are the very starting point with beginning to control your reputation. See, your daily decisions to, to be honest, even when it costs you, to consider the needs of others, even when you don't feel like it. To work hard when, when Netflix is calling your name again and again instead of doing homework. To get up a little bit earlier in the morning and maybe open your Bible and read. See, these daily decisions that we make, they add up over time and eventually people will notice a real change in you. See, the first decision, the very first decision that you can make to, to have a better reputation is to choose to follow the one who, who was known for having a reputation of love, of compassion, of gentleness, 
those things that a lot of us strive for, the first thing we do is choose to follow the one who had that reputation. If you want to have a reputation that is good, then there's no one better to imitate than Jesus. And not just imitate, but but to give your life to in every way because you realize that you, you can't do this on your own. So when you get down on yourself, Jesus is there. When you don't know what to do next, Jesus is there. When you feel like giving in because it's just too much, Jesus is there. So we can't live this life perfectly, right? None of us can. But we can choose to give our lives to the one who already has, who's already lived a perfect life in our place, which in turn gives us this amazing example for us to follow. And it's one that's worth following. It's one that creates a reputation that we want to be known for. It's one of love, it's one of compassion, of gentleness. It's having more regard for the people around us and not just caring about ourselves. See, this is a reputation that's worth having. And if you are someone who you have questions about this, you have questions about this whole choosing to follow Jesus thing, I want to encourage you to to talk to a tribe leader to talk to a trusted adult or talk to a friend about it because choosing to follow Jesus and to live like him, it leads to a better reputation. Think about it. If you could be known for two or three things, just off the top of your head right now, if you could be known for a couple things, what would you want them to be? What would you want to be known for? You don't have to know that answer right now. Maybe you're not sure. But that's a question that is really worth taking some time to think about. What do you want to be known for? What do you want your reputation to be? And while, while you're thinking about that, take, take peers and adults into consideration when you think about that. Is it possible to, to be the same person around both groups and get the same exact result. And maybe for those of you who already call yourself Jesus followers, right? Like you're like, I'm already doing that first step. I've given my life to Jesus and I am trying to live a life that looks like his. Maybe this week you choose one element of your integrity to start working on. One thing in your life that you want to improve. Talk to a trusted friend or a mentor or a tribe leader. Ask for help on what that that habit is that you want to change. Maybe you start reading Proverbs for additional wisdom to find new things that you can apply to your life. So you, you probably already know what the next step is that you need to take. You're probably already thinking about, yeah, I think this is the one thing in my life that I need to do better. See, whether it's, someone, whether it's something that someone is going to see or not, you know what it is. 
So don't, don't wait another week to say, ah, next week I'll fix that, or next week I'll improve that. Take the step now, because these are the steps today that, that lead to that greater and better reputation. Now maybe, maybe you're thinking that this would have been a great, a great message for you to hear like two years ago. Maybe you're like, oh, that's really cool. I wish I would have thought about this years ago. But I'm already known for some pretty bad stuff. And I don't really know what to do. First off, I'm sorry that you feel that way. I genuinely am from my heart that you are in a place where you feel like you have a bad reputation and you don't know where to go next. See, figuring out that you, you have that bad reputation, it can be really painful. And it can be hard to move forward from. But secondly is, is that the good news, the best news, is that you can start today with making better decisions. See, Jesus doesn't care what your reputation has been. He sees the potential and what your reputation can be. When you choose to trust and follow him, we all can improve from where we're at today. See, a good reputation or a good name, it's about more than than just what happens in, in junior high or high school or even after, right? See, it's, it's about the kind of person that you really are. It's about who you, who you choose to be. You're not just going to wake up someday and, and, ha- and be a pro to, to have, like LeBron, he didn't just wake up, right, and just be amazing. He had to work. You have to start becoming the person that you want to be today. So imagine... Just for a second, imagine if, if looking to Jesus first and paying attention to your reputation now is how you start. Imagine if, if choosing to have integrity and to follow Jesus is what leads to that life and that reputation that you really want for yourself. See, that truth that would make it really worth it to pay attention to your decisions. Even the ones that you don't think anybody else sees. Because the decisions that no one sees, they build the reputation that everyone remembers. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for bringing us here tonight. Thank you for your word and everything that we can learn from it, Lord. We pray, we pray that, you would, that you would give us this wisdom, that you would, you would reveal to us what it is that we need to do next, whether it is choosing to follow you, to make that really bold step to say, I believe in you, Jesus. I believe in who you are, And I want to follow you because I know that following you leads to better life and helps me make a better reputation. 
Or maybe we already are following you. I pray that you would give us the wisdom and the boldness to make changes today, to begin working on ourselves, to go to trusted adults, to go to tribe leaders, to go to friends and say, hey, will you help me improve this? Help me to be better in this area. And that we would actually do it. I pray that you'll continue to to grow us as, as people, as followers of you, as your creation, that we would, we would want to have that reputation of, of compassion, of love, of kindness, of care, just like you, Jesus. Help us to make decisions now that lead to a better reputation in the future and help us to love people the way that you love us. We pray this in your name. Amen.